This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Kenyan Wall Street Podcast. My name is Ali Mwakaneno and I will be your host for the show. So with me, I have Edith Bredov, who is the Trade Counselor of Austria, Kenya. And we want to have an interesting conversation of Austria and Kenya, the business relationship and the multiple opportunities we have for both countries. Welcome to the show, Edith. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. You're welcome. So just to know you and your country, you know, Austria is mostly known for the sound of music and the arts and Mozart. Tell us a little bit about Austria that perhaps me and my listeners wouldn't know. Okay, first and foremost, um, uh, I start with a fun fact maybe that we uh, oftentimes get confused with Australia. So I'm already very, um, I try to point out uh, that we are the ones with the Alps um, and the Mozart and <laughs> the sound of music <laughs> and not the ones with the kangaroos. <laughs> Um, and yeah, but uh, other than that, um, we call it small but beautiful, 9 million people um, in the heart of Europe. And yeah, we pride ourselves in technology, I would say, um, in um, innovations and also in forward thinking. And yeah, so I'm grateful to be um, a representative of this country mm-hmm. to Kenya and also covering the whole of uh, Eastern Africa and the Horn of Africa. So all in all, my office is covering 11 countries in the whole area. Right. So I see a lot of potential also for that area and Kenya and Austria to grow together. Yeah, now that you've talked about your office, could you tell us a bit more about what you do in the, in the 11 countries just to get to know what you do in Kenya? Yeah. So how we understand ourselves is to be a one-stop shop for business relations between business people from these areas basically, so Austria but also the greater Eastern Africa. So myself and my office uh, consisting of five people at the moment. I have today with me also Eric Wainaina Karayuki for our senior startup and innovation manager where you see also that we set a strong focus on that area. Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, we cover almost all industries. Um, that starts from construction to um, foodstuff to uh, renewable energy to water supplies. You name it, basically apps, uh, software development and so on. Wherever the technology is involved. And how do we try to foster these relationships? So that was your question, I believe. Um, with any tools available, I would say. So whatever works. At the end of the day, business missions, platforms, exchanges, incoming missions, and so on. What is the status of trade between um, Kenya and Austria? Could mm. you tell us more about that? Mm. Um, so, Austria is quite an export nation per capita, I would say. So, we are number seven in the world per capita. Wow. Um, uh, doing quite well for ourselves, but also driven by a very small home market. As I mentioned, we are only 9 million people. So we heavily rely on exports as a nation and um, only 2% of all our volume goes to the whole of Africa and out of that only a small percentage uh, into East Africa yet and this is what me and my team are working on Mm -hmm. to increase uh, those numbers and um, help Austrian companies to be successful in the market. So our relationships grow and grow which is very positive Uh, on that side we had an all-time high 
in uh, trade volume between Austria and Kenya in 2019. Yes. And um, actually it grows year year-on-year 40% which uh, was quite substantial, mainly driven by Austrian exports, uh, which grew more than 50%, mm -hmm. but also Kenyan exports to Austria grew. So this is on the positive side. Um, and then of course COVID hit, yeah? So 2020 was a difficult year for everyone, and we also feel it very strongly on the export side. So for 2020, we only have the figures for the first uh, three quarters. Yes. But uh, those ones have gone uh, down substantially. So Austrian exports down by more than 60% to Kenya. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kenyan imports more than 20% to Austria. Now that you've talked about uh, the statistics on um, change of trade over time, if you will, could you point out some of the sectors where you know, Kenya mostly benefits from Austria and how perhaps COVID has impacted those numbers? Mm -hmm. So we see potential in almost all areas, also for future growth. And as we pointed out, Austria is quite strong on machinery. Yes. Um, building machinery, construction machinery, and this is where we find uh, the most growth potential also. And uh, also previous successes basically, because uh, the construction industry in Kenya is growing. Uh, wide and fast, I would say, within Nairobi, but also outside of Nairobi. Is it railway? Is it uh, roads? Is it um, high-rises, office buildings? All of those areas need the technology. Mm -hmm. And this is where Austria is quite strong and can come in um, as a partner. So we also see it more of, we don't just want to export whatever we have and then say goodbye and turn around and let you go on with it. But it's more about skills development as well and also um, technology transfer. So for us, it's uh, always important that we do not only sell your machine, but we sell you the knowledge, uh, how to operate it, how to use it, how to maintain it. I'm happy that you've talked about knowledge, knowledge transfer. And earlier I was going through your reports and Austria as a country has made advances, especially in medical devices with over is it 900 companies involved in the biotech mm -hmm. and the medical field in general. What are some of the infrastructures your office is setting up just to, because Kenya is still in its rudimentary stages in the medical industry, what are some of the infrastructure you have in place to enable the transfer of knowledge, say, mm. to Kenya? Mm -hmm. Actually, we have quite uh, something to show already, a very successful implementation of the mother and uh, child unit in Kenyatta Hospital, which has been upgraded by an Austrian company and also supported with Austrian funds. So when I say funds, that means that we have world-class medical technology, but all of our equipment, machinery and know-how also comes at a price, of course. So we look at markets in a segmented way where we say, okay, if we can, we also support the financing of uh, such facilities. And in that case, we have soft loans, which means that we can give 50% basically as a grant element from the Austrian side. Mm -hmm. which is a win-win, I think, for both because it also helps uh, substantially upgrade the technology in the country. Of course, I work from the Kenyan Wall Street and it's impossible to have any conversation without talking about investments and, of course, business partnerships. I understand that business relationships is one of the things that Advantage Austria is really keen on. What are some of the initiatives and perhaps anecdotes that you could give of uh, partnerships, either investment or otherwise, between Kenyan and Austrian companies? Mm. Yeah, definitely. So, 
within my role also to um, market both countries, I feel, and also create awareness for the opportunities that Kenya holds for Austrian investors. So, so far, we see a lot of room to grow mm -hmm. in that area, and I'm very happy to see that some companies are putting more and more focus into investing in Kenya. And uh, we have a very good example in the field of construction, um, a company called Neuland, yes. uh, very committed to the Kenyan market and they started to venture out even before the crisis when we had a business mission in February last year. They got an appetite for the market. So what Neuland does is um, they have the, the patent, a global patent on a mobile factory basically. So a factory that can move around and does precasts mm -hmm. for public and private housing basically. So if you want to build fast and with a high quality commitment, then this would be the way to go. And that company has set up shop in Kenya already. And it makes me also happy and proud to see as a commercial counselor that our companies want to stay committed. Even though such a global crisis like COVID hits, they still keep to their promises and are still committed to the markets. Recently, we've seen um, Kenya engage bilaterally a couple of countries. So we have ongoing negotiations for a free trade agreement with the UK and we have ongoing negotiations still for an agreement with, with the United States. Should we expect a similar arrangement or agreement with Austria? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to say yes on this one, but then unfortunately that competency has already gone to the EU basically. So the EU would negotiate on the member states' behalf. Yeah. So we will try our level best with what we have in place with our own expert credit agency, for example, the soft loans that I have mentioned and also providing favorable credit lines for Kenyan customers to Austrian suppliers. So that is what we can do, support the financing side of things, also bilaterally. That's really awesome. So earlier I was looking at the Advantage Austria website and trying to learn more about what you guys do. Something that really, really stood out for me is your commitment towards sustainable programs in energy and in water. How is your office promoting, you know, such innovations in Kenya because we were having a conversation earlier with Wainaina on our other podcast on just the need for clean energy in Kenya and the need for clean tech in Africa in general. So how are you supporting such innovations in those areas? So some of the global market leaders, especially in the recycling field, come out of Austria. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we suffer a little bit from that we are not the ones with the consumer goods, but we are the ones with the tech um, supply, so to say, and this is all B2B business mostly so maybe the brands are not very well known in the general public yes. but within the sector um, they have a very strong brand and a very good name so some recycling machinery is already available in the country Arima, if I may mention the brand as well, and um, NGR is the other company. And so this is heavily in the plastic recycling, where I see also the future. And I also wanted to congratulate Kenya on that effort that the Kenyan government is making on reducing the amount of plastic uh, waste that we are creating, let's say, in plastic bags and so on. So. This is also where Australian companies come in, so whatever we cannot avoid, let's say, as a plastic packaging and so on, should be recycled so that we are going towards a circular economy where we do not unnecessarily pollute that beautiful country that we have been given, so to say, right? 
So how do we promote that? Um, we have another good example where an Austrian consultancy company carried out a World Bank project for the Kenyan Ministry of Water in the consulting of uh, water management in the country, for example. So these are all projects that are probably not very visible to the general public, but this is where Austrian companies can come in with expertise and so to say help to better so the water management levels in the country. This is something that really caught my attention that you mentioned earlier. You mentioned that Austria is a big uh, export country, being number seven worldwide. But then again, compared to Kenya, your population is quite small. It's a nine million population compared to over 50 million in Kenya. What are some of the lessons that Kenya can borrow from Austria in trying to grow its export base? Hmm. I think Kenya is very gifted when it comes to agriculture, for example. So Kenya is already doing very well in agricultural exports and um, as we learn also from the big four agenda it's a strong commitment to upgrade in the value chain so definitely the manufacturing going into the processing side and um, i feel this is the way to go also in the future invest in uh, the skills development of the young generation basically mm -hmm. upskill everyone and also what I feel is a big advantage in this country is the high level of education and to build on that definitely is a good way to also promote exports and the wealth of the country in general. Mm -hmm. And still on exports, this is something I saw earlier again, um, quality and surprising ingenuous. Mm -hmm. What does that say about uh, Austrian exports in general and still on the earlier question? Um, what are some of the notes we can borrow regarding you know, the nature of your products and how to make them more desirable and more marketable globally? Um, I find it sometimes a bit difficult to say that, okay, um, uh, what can Kenya learn from Austria? I feel sometimes it's also the fair question to ask what can Austria learn from Kenya and I feel there is also very much uh, knowledge and good wide available actually mm -hmm. that, uh, that I also try to absorb and maybe also bring back into my own country so to say so from that entrepreneurial side i think kenya is very well covered um, i admire that uh, entrepreneurial spirit that a lot of people have sometimes also out of necessity mm -hmm. but still where everyone is thriving everyone is trying to make whatever from whatever you have uh, make something better out of it you know and add some value and create a business for yourself so that um, when you ask me, okay, how can we promote our private sector, I feel to build on that, to add a favorable environment that also enables young um, entrepreneurs and people who have an idea and want to be successful, you know, so, so build on this one, uh, which is already a big gift that you have, and then also um, uh, spice it up, so to say, with uh, as much education and skills uh, development uh, that is possibly available. Mm -hmm. And that for me would already be a recipe for success. You know, Edith, you mentioned uh, in the interview that uh, most Austrian businesses are B2B. What are some of the big names both in the consumer space and B2B space that you could mention? Yeah. I think one of oh, the leading consumer goods brands that is also available actually in Kenya, of course, is Red Bull. So 
I can proudly say that uh, every can of Red Bull comes out of the factory in Austria. And another one uh, which is really quite well known is Swarovski, also with shops in Kenya. Mm -hmm. And then other than that, Austria is quite big, as I said, in specialized equipment, in machinery. So where you not at first glance would even know that uh, this product uh, comes out of Austria. But then uh, this is also why we have developed our marketing strategy in the sense that the claim is uh, surprisingly ingenious. Meaning you don't see it at the first uh, instance, but then if you look into it uh, and do a little research, then you see, ah, this one, high-tech product comes out of Austria. Let's talk about startups a little bit. Right in front of me is a book on, you know, a hundred startups made in Austria. And Eric Ali was telling me about, you know, Runstatic. Kenya, of course, is one of the growing startups destination in Africa. And um, speaking of what can Kenya sort of offer to Austria and the world, I would ask, how is um, Advantage Austria supporting you know, local startups which are looking for markets in Austria and uh, investments from um, some of the investors in your country to exchange value? Mm -hmm. um, so Eric is very strong on this, uh, <laughs> our, our senior startup and innovation manager and that is also a strong commitment of this office where we have uh, added one, this position actually, uh, because we see so much potential between the two countries especially in that field. What do we do? We organize business missions. We had a very successful one in October, which had to be carried out virtually and was very, actually it was a very positive experience on our side. First of all, we were a bit disappointed because it was not an actual event because of the COVID situation. But then it turned out for us that uh, people are so tech savvy and the conditions are really there that we can even link up people if they can't see each, uh, each other face to face, but still, creates a lot of value in that conversation that they had about that technology that both sides are offering. And it's really not only that the Austrian companies are offering technology and we try to find a market for them. It's more a partnership uh, scenario where you need to find the right connection for your own technology. Mm -hmm. And we see a lot of um, potential, especially in the e-payment field, where Kenya is really, really leading. Um, we're working on uh, bringing speakers from Kenya and Rwanda to a leading event in Austria, which is called the e-payment festival. And so learn and foster that exchange between um, experts from both sides, basically. And how do we support also the local business? Um, so I feel that mentorship programs really help. Uh, there is a lot of programs already available in Kenya and we also try and link. So first of all, partner Austrian startups with uh, Kenyan startups where we see a match and then also expose them to venture capital funds so that they get the necessary funding to get uh, basically the feet off the ground and fly. Mm. That's really, really nice. I'm personally curious about like, just getting to understand more on the activity of um, Austrian companies, especially in Kenya, specifically in Neuland. I find the construction space, of course, it's booming and there's quite a lot to learn from your mobile industry. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Edith, and I will be keen to talk to you and just look deeper into Austrian companies in Kenya. Thank you so much. It was a great pleasure. Thank you.